You're listening to Fuel Radio, inspiration and training to fuel your day. Now here's your host, Rod Jans. Yeah, just so our audience knows, Deborah is a business owner. She actually has a global business. She travels all around the world doing business. And uh, how many different countries are you in now? Six. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And maybe list them for us. Where are you, where are you at? Um, we're in Tanzania, China, Thailand, um, Malaysia, Singapore, and Canada. And Canada. Yeah. Great. And we've, we're close to being in the U S again. We have been in the past. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Deb is an incredible networker. Uh, I turn to her for networking advice quite often. You've been part of a networking group for quite some time and now you've joined another one as well. I noticed you give someone, you gave someone some advice the other day. I thought was really good. You've, how, how should I say this? But you just tell us about the newest group that you're a part of a networking group that you're part of. Yeah. So I actually love networking, huge believer in networking and I have been part of a, a group for some time. And I was looking for, I was actually on a mission to find a coach, uh, a business coach. And also I was looking at leveling up my networking. I wanted to be around bigger businesses because the group I belong to is mostly solopreneurs and small business. And um, I wanted to go somewhere where I'd feel more challenged. So I was looking at Surrey Board of Trade and looking at the Vancouver Board of Trade and some bigger things and also simultaneously looking for coaching. Anyways, uh, Tech Canada is, I think it, I don't even know what it stands for, the Entrepreneur Committee or something like that. It's not, <laughs> entre- it's not Entrepreneur, the Executive Committee. There you go. What it stands for. Yeah. Um, it's global. And it, you have to be doing $500,000 or more a year for the first level. So I knew I'm, I'm actually one of the smaller businesses in our group. So I'm definitely challenged and I, I'm hearing, and, and they only meet every other month. And then the chair of the group is your business coach as well. So on the off months that you have a meeting, you have a coaching call. Mm. Um, and the times we do meet, it's a full day. So it's a, it's a real commitment when you do go, but they have great speakers that come in in the morning and then you round table and, and people bring up challenges and they have a whole format that is really phenomenal. So I'm loving it. I've only been in it about six months now. And then we're going on a retreat in September over on the Island. Our group is so I'm excited about it. And again, it was that push. It's, it's, it must be nice to be involved in a group that stretches you. That- exactly. And then you're involved in, in charity. I love some of the events that you do. We won't go into that, but you are involved in your community and, you, and, and in several charities. I really, I really appreciate that. I, I, I appreciate what you do in that area. <laughs> I'd sure love to do more. And uh, I was looking for more in different ways to give back. Yeah, great. Good. So we want to talk about healthy business, body, mind, and soul. And so this is the first time we've done this format. So I'm still working out the questions. So, <laughs> well, thank you again for, for um, being the guinea pig. Yeah, experimenting with me. But maybe you could just start out by describing um, an ideal workday. Well, you caught me at a good time. So this is kind of nice because I'm in a really great routine right now. Um, I read through Miracle Morning and the thing is I'm not, I'm not a morning person. Like I'm a typical tech person who stays up late and stares at a computer. Um, but things have changed in my personal life that I have the significant other that I live with. And so I had to change some, some things. And, I, and the other thing is for my company, 
I have implemented what's called a row, a, a results only work environment, which means we don't track hours. I don't care when you work. Everyone's responsible for getting their work done. And so there's a set of expectations. You get your work done, you get paid. Hmm. Um, and these are full-time taxable employees. And this is the way we operate. I've always thought one of the great benefits of being a business owner and also of having the row is that I wouldn't have to set an alarm clock in the morning. That, that To me, that's like the the luxury and, and what I've been striving for for many years is to be able to do that. And I naturally wake up around seven or something anyways. Well, I've decided I need to get up earlier and I need to start my work day earlier. So now I'm getting up at 6 a.m. And I have a routine of I meditate for 20 minutes. I drink a ton of water. I um, go for a run. I do a bit of exercise and I review my goals, my yearly goals, my monthly goals, my weekly goals, and look at my top three things for the day. And that's like my first hour and a half to two hours of every day. Great. Like, how do you feel on the days when you do that? So I've only been really rigid about that. I'm in my third, I guess I'm at the end of my third week. Mm -hmm. So it's still fairly new. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'd love to tell you that it's changed my life and I feel amazing, but it doesn't really. <laughs> I'm just tired. I'm more tired at night and want to go to bed earlier. And um, I don't have I don't have more energy. I don't have less energy. Um, but what I'm stoked about right now and what I'm focused on is I want to live a long time and I want to be healthy while I'm alive. Mm, and so my motivations before have always been more about vanity or I'm, I'm going to be on a beach and I need to get in a bikini or whatever. Um, <laughs> and right now, well, having that, I just turned 50 a year ago, it, I have kind of a different focus. And, and also I, I see um, our parents, both um, my partners, and my, our parents aging and going, how do we do this in the best way? And it's about being healthy and being, having strong, like it's really about in my mind, having muscle mass, like for women, osteoporosis is um, slowed down when you have muscle mass. So I want to have, I don't want to be uh, bulky, uh, but I want, I want to have good, strong muscle to support my bones um, as I age. So that's been a big, a really different inspiration about being healthy. And my mm -hmm. self-talk is really different. Right. I do want energy, more energy too, but yeah. So that's how you start your day. And then what would, in terms of an ideal work day, what would the rest of the day look like? Oh, so I work from home. Our whole team works from home. So um, once I, I really, I have, I, I had a big debate between, um, I also want to read every day. And so I had a debate whether I included that in my kind of pre-work time or my work time, but my pre-work time was getting so long. I'm like, I'm going to call that work. So, <laughs> so my first half hour of the workday, I'm reading right now. I'm reading Drive by Daniel Pink. I'm reading it slowly because I'm a slow reader and I love to digest and take notes and post on Facebook. If you've seen quotes on Facebook lately, it's all from the, the book I'm slowly reading. Um, so um, my first half hour is reading and drinking my cup of coffee. <laughs> nice. I don't, I don't check my, e if I do go on my email, I do it on my phone where I don't really like to read it. I just like to swipe off the spam and, and kind of get the number down, but yeah. I don't read my email until my first big thing is done for the day oh, like um, or at least, or at least until noon. It's because sometimes I have a project that's going to take me a whole day or several days. 
but my team knows that I'm really not available at all before 11. Um, I'll make exceptions around 11, but for the most part, my morning is focused on the big things that I need to do for my business. Excellent. Um, I'm also intermittent fasting, so I, you'll notice there's no breakfast in my morning to this point. Oh, and yeah. so I'll either have a, have a light lunch or I'll do a bulletproof coffee at lunch. I make sure that I take an actual break for that. When you work from home, it's really easy just to eat at your desk all the time. And I find I will unconsciously just eat way more than I need to eat and eat way really fast. And so probably over a year ago, I started thinking about being mindful when I eat. And so I sit with two feet on the floor at a table um, and whether, even if it's just my bowl of fruit coffee, or even if it's just crackers and hummus, which sometimes I'll have crackers and vegetables and hummus for lunch and that's it. Um, I'm still sitting at a table and I'm taking a real break. And then my afternoons, I'm doing a lot of this. I'm looking at a camera on a, <laughs> on a computer. Um, that's when I'm connecting with my team. And so we do a lot of, uh, go to meetings and, and Google hangouts and, so that's my, my afternoon. And then I sometimes go into the evening because we do have international calls. So, you know, this week we had three calls in the evenings. So I might have a, a quick dinner break and thank goodness I have an amazing human in my life who will put something together for the window I have to actually eat. And uh, I'll go and have some dinner and come back and be doing more uh, Skype calls or whatever. Yeah. Until sometimes eight o'clock at night. Well, that's great. That's great. I, I had no idea that you had such a healthy routine. That's, that's really cool. Staying on business, uh, can you think of a business challenge that you've had? Um, you know, businesses aren't always all that healthy. And it, it seems like it's almost like our lives, isn't it? We go along in business and then all of a sudden we go, oh, this really isn't working. I think that would be like an indicator of something that's not all that healthy in our business. If we look at our business like a, a body, <laughs> you know? Uh, what's a what's a business challenge that you've had to overcome or you are overcoming it because you realized oh this isn't really a a great healthy uh, business indicator that's a tough one like I just feel like um, owning a business is an uphill climb all the time mm -hmm. you know there's just there's always things and uh, right now um, a big challenge that I have since I started hiring employees, I never wanted employees. I wanted to sit with a laptop on a beach somewhere. That was the dream. Yeah. Um, and I, then Tim Ferriss, didn't you? That, that book, I was, of, it wrecked you like it wrecked so many other people. Totally, <laughs> totally. I've read it three times and it got something totally different out every time. Yeah. Um, but uh, then I, when I got around to hiring employees, which has been the most stretching thing I've probably ever done in my life, um, other than having children and relationships. <laughs> um, it, it, but that's what it is, right? It's another relationship where you look in the mirror all the time and see how your own shortcomings and uh, learn new, th new things that you have to overcome and, and to be a leader in, a, in such a different, it's easy to be a leader when you're networking or you're a speaker or, you know, you're, you're kind of independent because you're up on the stage and right away you have authority. Yeah. Um, but when you have a team, they actually see you day in and day out. They see when you say you're going to do something and you don't do it. Right. Um, and so that's been, that's been a real big learning curve. And then the other thing is just wanting to grow um, responsibly and, uh, never knowing really the the right person to hire next or 
And I really love working with people who are passionate about what they do, which I think adds another layer of challenge onto that because a lot of people have great resumes, but they, they're not passionate. They're not fire, fiery about what they do. And, and the team we have right now is so on fire for, for what we do. Hmm. So I guess the, the challenges are just really the learning how to be a, a leader of a, a team that actually knows you and also figuring out those higher and people don't really, there's not a lot of information on there about hiring effectively and growing your business from a human resources standpoint. So let's just switch to body. I mean, I, I think it all works together, right? It's all connected, but we are dissecting it so that we maybe have some tips in these different areas. You described a little bit like your morning, your morning routine. Yeah. What, what do you, what, what keeps you healthy? <laughs> what do you do to stay healthy in your body? I'm always quite active. Like I, I definitely go on uh, ebbs and flows when it comes to more, I'm in a very structured way of doing things right now. And I go and I ebb and flow with that. Um, but I'm always active. Like I love just walking on the beach. So um, I get, I get out of the house and I walk almost every day. Mm -hmm. um, so that's like my physical activity minimum and, uh, and my minimum's 5,000 steps a day. I'm not like most people who leave their house every single day, right? I, I, I walk from the bathroom to the kitchen to this office. So um, getting for even 5,000 steps can be a challenge some days. Mm -hmm. So I make sure I get my step. I drink a lot of water. I actually drink too much water. If you can believe it, there is such a thing. I drink too much water. Um, but the, of course, the, there are health benefits to that as well. Um, and... I, my, my regular meals are pretty healthy. Like my staple is mixed beans. I love mixed beans and I boil a giant pot of them and then until um, they're still kind of firm and then I package them and throw them in the freezer and I use them with my eggs. I use them instead of rice, instead of potatoes. Um, and so I, I eat fairly healthy, but I really love food. So uh, we also go out for dinners and I always eat too much and I eat beautiful amazing food. So I don't want to say I eat great all the time. I love, I love restaurant food. Um, I love um, blizzards. <laughs> great. Reese's yeah. peanut butter cup blizzards. And, and my thing is to go eat it and, and enjoy it and not feel guilty about it. Like, oh, I'm making a conscious decision to eat this and I'm going to feel good about it because it's a treat and nice. it's okay. Excellent. You mentioned internet fasting or internet intermittent <laughs> intermittent fasting. And uh, when did you decide to do that? And, and uh, what's it been like for you? Um, it's somewhat natural for me because I'm not really hungry in the mornings anyway. Yeah. Uh, so I've probably been doing it before it had a name, but more or less consciously it's been, it's probably been a couple of years and again, not, not really consistently, but I usually don't eat till, at least 11 o'clock in the morning anyways. Now I'm just pushing it a little more and trying to keep my dinner window earlier in the day. So that's the biggest difference for me. Anytime I've ever lost weight mm -hmm. has been when I've stopped eating and drinking after dinner. Mm. And so that's your practice now. You stop eating and drinking after dinner and then in the morning, it sounds like you don't do anything. You don't eat either until about noon or so. I have a cup of coffee in the morning and I've even... I. The only thing I put in it now is cinnamon, which is hilarious to me. Like I used to just think people were ridiculous <laughs> if they didn't put stuff in their coffee. Oh. But I only put cinnamon in my coffee, so I'm not breaking fast officially yeah. until <laughs> lunchtime. 
Excellent. I like cinnamon in my coffee too. It's something I do occasionally as well. Well, it makes it taste sweet, even though you're not putting sugar in it. Yeah. Yeah. Especially at Starbucks when they have it there so conveniently. <laughs> and do you know that since this is a Tim Ferriss thing as well um, from his health book, not from his uh, for our work week, but um, cinnamon actually uh, changes the chemistry of the coffee so that you don't have as much of a boost and a drop. It oh, actually really? elongates the energy that you get from coffee. Oh, nice. That's yeah. a good tidbit. Yeah. Excellent. Good. And I want to throw mind and soul together in these interviews because I, it's kind of hard to differentiate in my mind <laughs> between the two. <laughs> I think what goes on in your mind affects your soul and what's going on in your soul affects your mind. And they're quite connected. So I want to ask the question this way. Like, um, I, I think negativity is a real crippler. And uh, I, I really believe we need to do everything we can to free ourselves from negativity. <laughs> and so I'm just wondering, how do you do that? How do you kind of stay in an optimal mind and soul state? Great question. I put a lot of work into it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People who know me might think it's kind of natural unless they know my story, but I, I've struggled with depression in the past. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I had... I had to change what I believed about things, which I just was enormous, was an enormous um, epiphany for me. It was like, you know, how do you believe that? How do you believe you're okay when you just don't believe you're okay? How do you believe you can do something when you just don't believe you can do something? Mm -hmm. And for me, affirmations were changed my life. And I know there's a lot of people that, that poo poo affirmations. And I think it probably doesn't work for everybody. Um, and also if you haven't done it, consistently for at least 30 days straight, um, then you, you can't say whether it works or not. Uh, but that's really, that changed my life. And so now I do a few things. Uh, one is I, I surround myself by people who are, are positive. And of course, you come across people who aren't and people who are going through struggles. And I'm glad I can relate to them and I can communicate with them. But the people who influence me um, who I'm closest to are positive people who are, are striving to be excellent in whatever they do. I do affirmations and I have some cool ones that I found on iTunes that actually, so I don't have to necessarily think or read or do anything. I just hit play and I've got these great affirmations and they, and then you repeat after them and they're lovely. Uh, so that's a big thing. And, and I actually do some hypnosis tracks sometimes at night too, that have positive affirmations on them as I'm going to sleep. So Mm. I work at it. Yeah. So affirmations have been really, really key. I don't know if you found this, but I found, especially since I've been working on contract and um, kind of working for in, in business for myself, that affirmations are, are really critical because you just have to, you have to keep believing, you know, like you're living by faith. And I think anticipating that good things are going to come your way and that, you know, people are going to seek you out for work. Of course you do what you can do. Right. But just believing that, just continuing to, and you got to believe in yourself too, because if you don't believe in yourself, then people are probably aren't going to hire you. They're not going to believe in you, right? So I think affirmations are, um, are really critical. So yeah, I'm with you. Like for me, it kind of ebbs and flows. I don't, I wouldn't say that I'm a continual affirmation user, <laughs> but uh, you know, I certainly starting out on this journey a year and a half or so ago of, of working for myself, I, I had some affirmations right away. I was actually working with a coach at the time. And so she helped me set some good, good affirmations up. And then, um, 
yeah. And then people that I have listened to, I don't know that they would even necessarily call them affirmations, but it's, uh, it's beliefs about yourself and keeping yourself in a, in a, in a, in a good mind frame. It's yeah. critical when you're, when you have your own business, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and you make, you make mistakes. Uh, you, you win clients, you lose clients yeah. and you have to pick yourself back up yeah. and not, not want, want to hide. You know, yeah. I, I got fired once in my life. I never went back for another job interview ever. <laughs> <laughs> and here I'm in this business where you get new clients all the time and you make mistakes and you, and you lose clients. So yeah. you, you have to believe in yourself. Yeah. And so you have to pick yourself up and, and some of the affirmations again are like changing your beliefs about, I had a really, really bad burnout just over a year ago mm. and came home and felt like I couldn't work. Like it, it was like having a migraine every day. I couldn't look at a computer for very long. Um, or I relate it to what I've heard people go through when they have a concussion, like just couldn't focus and wondered if my business was going to completely go away. The recovery <laughs> from that has been slow and, um, I realized, pardon while the truck goes by, um, I realized that actually I was listening to a, a hypnosis and I think, I can't remember what it was tied to, but one of the affirmations that he said was, I believe in myself. And I went, oh, I never attributed that to my memory and my brain and actually the aging brain mm. that we can actually believe something totally different. And so uh, two or three months ago, I just started really focusing on those types of affirmations. So it can be, you know, really be about your health, your mental, physical, emotional health, as well as uh, just your confidence in business and being successful and be working with people to, to shift and go, I believe, I believe that I can have, that, that I can heal my brain. I believe that we can heal ourselves. I believe that I can have a healthy memory uh, well into my hundreds, <laughs> you know, and just changing our beliefs around that and building your confidence around those types of things. So lots yeah. of different applications. Excellent. And, and thank you for sharing that. I was actually going to ask you if there's an affirmation that's really working for you right now. So you, you know how they seem to, with affirmations, that some of them seem to have some real energy and then they kind of fade out. Do you, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do something for you and then they just don't. And I, I know, like I go back to those affirmations that changed my life because I've recorded them and I have, um, you know, I, I find them every once in a while written somewhere. Yeah. It's like, eh, <laughs> you know, that really wouldn't do anything for me anymore. Yeah. Um, that, could really be, that could really be a tip, couldn't it? Is that keep working on them. Like if yeah. they're mojo, uh, then, then revisit them. Initially, when I talk about them not working, unless you're doing consistently for 30 days straight, yeah. if you're needing to make a major, major change in your life, so you know, from being in an extremely depressed state that I was, to change that, I had to be really, really consistent about mm. it. Mm. Um, and I, I didn't change them during that time. And when I first started saying them, it seemed ridiculous. It's like, I, I don't believe that I'm this person. Hmm. Um, and so it was really being religious about doing the affirmations. Now yeah. I, I'm not trying to make radical change. Um, it's more about having a general great quality of life and feeling good every day, um, being successful, feeling like being active, feeling like, uh, working out is a lifestyle, not just a, a pain that I have to do every day, those kinds of things. And so changing them up and making them inspire me at different times. And yeah, yeah. 
This is totally different, but it's coming to mind right now. And I, I don't know, if, I don't even know if you know this, but I mean, on and off throughout university and college, I, I struggled with depression. And at one point it was so bad that I called this group. I don't even know if they're around anymore, but they're called burden bearers. And I went and saw this, the lady that I spoke with was this older lady, just kind of a, almost angelic. That was like, maybe it's just my memory you know, from, from years looking back. But, you know, we talked and she just gave me some positive scriptures to focus on every day. And that, just that one conversation, at least at that time for a while, helped me get out of the, the cloud of depression that I was in. So I just read the same verses over and over again. I know there's many, many ways to do it. But anyways, I just thought, I, for some reason, I thought of that right now. I thought I So the funny that. thing is, I'm pretty sure it was burden bearers that put me onto affirmations initially. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same kind of thing, right? Like yeah. scripture or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Well, I think it's time for us to wrap up, but I, uh, I, I did, this question is coming to mind as well. So I'll ask you is just, what's, what do you think is some of the best health advice that you've ever been given that sort of affects your whole entire life? Can you think of something like, like that? I mean, for me, for me, it's like, go beans. <laughs> <laughs> and it's actually, it actually also is another Tim Ferriss thing that there's, there's so much you get from amino acids in, in beans and your protein. So, oh yeah. Um, from a food standpoint. Yeah. I know one thing I'd like you to just touch on, if you wouldn't mind, as we wrap up is the whole beautiful life, um, thing that you have, you have done and, and, uh, did you, would you be open to commenting on that a little bit? Yeah. Um, so where do you want, you want me to go through the whole thing? That's going to no, I mean, your... I think we got to do it kind of briefly. So give us the, <laughs> give us the Cole's notes. Okay. So the beautiful, the idea of beautiful life is that um, you kind of paint what your beautiful life is, like what, what it would look like. And it start you start asking your question, yourself questions. Like if I were to only have a week to live, what would I do? Um, mm. And then go, how do I incorporate, incorporate some of those things into my life on a regular basis? So and then pursuing things and making decisions through that lens. So um, if you're going to, if you love the idea of waking up without an alarm clock and sipping a coffee on a patio where it's warm 365 days a year, uh, you're going to make different decisions about where you live, um, the relationships that you have, uh, what kind of work you do. And so, you know, really getting down to what, 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 feels like a beautiful life mm. to you personally and then making all your decisions through those filters yeah i love it it's cool we've kind of dabbled with it but we haven't <laughs> we haven't done the full deep dive like you and our sister has our sister and our, our brother-in-law but uh yeah, yeah we have a we have our um, beautiful life journals and usually when we go away at least once a year on one of our trips even if it's just a weekend we take those journals we yeah. review it together what would we change? Um, what do we do next? How do we actually start accomplishing these things and not keep just talking about them on vacations? <laughs> right. So you start out with maybe going away for a weekend, kind of do like a retreat, right? Yeah. And, and spend a couple days going through the questions. Is that how that works? First of all, so the first thing is just one hour and you do 10 minutes on each section. And I'm not going to probably totally get this right, but it's if I had a day to live a week to live, a month to live, you kind of go up increments. And the last one is if you had your life to live all over again. Mm -hmm. And so you get to, you don't talk, you don't discuss it at all. You sit there with a 10 minute timer and you answer one question and then the next, then the next, then the next. 
Mm-hmm. Then over the course of the weekend, you unpack it. And it's quite emotional. So mm-hmm. you, you need the weekend to unpack it. It's not something you want to just do in a few hours. And it's um, interesting for partners to do it, isn't it? Because when your your vision of a beautiful life is different than your partner's vision vision of a beautiful life, they can get well, a, a little... And that's part of the rules. <laughs> and that's yeah. part of the rules, right? No judgment. Right, um, right. If you're asking questions, it's to understand better. But other than that, you, you're just listening. And what... Uh, the emotions w- between Mike and I were, you know, hearing him talk about his family, like so just how much he loves his family and how much they would be a part of just everything yeah. for him. Um, but then little things like he'd always have a cigar and he'd always go fishing. No matter what timeline we had, there was a cigar and fishing. <laughs> so it's like, how do we just make this part of your life, right? Yeah. And, and make it a great part of your life. Yeah. Really cool. And- and sometimes yeah. someone from the outside can see it better than you can see it yourself. So having somebody else to mm-hmm. talk through it with, I think is, it makes it what, how amazing that yeah. it actually is. Were you like, did you realize there's a cigar and a fishing rod involved? In <laughs> totally. <everyone>? <laughs> totally. <laughs> he wanted no, 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 to- that's not important to me. Oh, yeah. 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 You said you wanted to die with a fishing rod and a cigar. In <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> kind of important. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, this has been great, Deb. I mean, this is uh, amazing um, beyond what I expected. You're hilarious. I can't believe you ambushed me with the Facebook Live video. This is hilarious. Yeah, I'm a little bit, well, you know me. I'm a little bit compulsive and a little bit shooting. Get it done. Yeah. Well, aim. What's what's the saying? Aim for the stars, you might hit the moon. No, no, no. no. Uh, ready, shoot, aim. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> But this is great. This will create a good framework for a future um, episode. So thank you so much for doing this today. Cool. You're welcome. I'm excited to see what else comes out of it. Thanks again to Deborah Jans for joining us on FuelRadio.com. If you'd like to find out more about Deborah's business, you can go to IM.International. Those are the letters I and the letter M.International. And of course, if you'd like to hear more interviews like this one, go to fuelradio.com.